another edition of What's Next in Finance and Banking, and it's a great pleasure to welcome the FNB CEO, one of South Africa's biggest banks, Jacques Salias. It's so good to see you, Jacques, and uh, good to see you in good health under these very difficult circumstances. I mean, it's been challenging, eh, COVID-19. How have you been personally, and how has it affected you personally? I imagine you've been working completely remotely. Yeah, Aki, thank you very much for the time. It's uh, always a pleasure spending a bit of time with you and um, and compliments on your show that you're putting together. Thank you. Uh, we've had, a, we've had a, a, like an incredible year. I mean, I'm conscious that uh, there is a lot of lot of people out there that's had an incredibly traumatic experience, um, you know, both at personal health or family health or, you know, friends and families. Um, also financially, many people are struggling out there, but it's... Uh, Intellectually, it's been an incredible journey and experience for us all. Um, we've uh, we've we've found ways to make magic uh, to try and keep the lights on. As you know, we went into essential services, and for a long time of that essential service, I mean, even the medicine industry uh, sector wasn't wasn't really busy. Uh, but the banks and the financial sector, um, and I guess a number of the other essential services around the country, had, had, had like a nightmare to keep make sure that. That we delivered the service that we needed to do under that essential service mandate. So it's been in a it's been a it's been a wow year. Yeah. I mean, Jacques, I mean, I look at your bank and I mean, there's so many different layers to your bank. You've got people, support staff, you've got people managing servers, you've got bank tellers. I mean, it's really quite complicated. And in the back end, you've got all this technology happening at the same time. Um, how's the bank been operating during COVID-19? I imagine a lot of your frontline staff have had to make sure that the, the lights are on, but most of your staff must be working remotely like you are. Yeah, so Aki, I think um, you know. Fortunately, we've had, we've had a, a number of years of uh, of this new way of work agenda, um, where we try to get people to be able to work remotely, uh, where the business allows you to do. I mean, the days of of being confined to specific office spaces, as you know, is um, is is one of those things that the the world is moving away from, so that people have more optionality to work from different places and. And uh, and we can access skills. You know, someone lives in Cape Town, we can access skills, or Durban, or Joburg, or even globally. You know, nowadays we're a we're an organisation that operates across the whole continent. We might have some talent elsewhere to help us with with something that we're busy with. But uh, what I'm excited uh, about is that um, from all angles, our teams. I mean, we're a people's business, yes. and ultimately we must make sure our people are productive. You know, so we had. Frontline people who kept the doors open. I mean, they are the real frontline, made magic out there. And then linked to that, we had people who kept the service up and running from their couches at home. Uh, and so there's uh, there's been from all fronts just an incredible contribution. And I'm really, really proud of the teams uh, all over. I mean, our cash centers, I went to visit them yesterday. Uh, you know, they breaking breaking records every day of producing and, and, and counting cash and um, you know, all of these, ele- you know, like elements of, of a financial sector, which people don't always know that yes. behind the scenes to keep need to keep running. Right. And so against this wave of health risk of uh, of fear in the system, um, our teams have just been incredible. I mean, you just talk about cash services, you know, you just take it for granted, but you actually don't realize in the background that, you know, there are people that need to make it happen. And there is retail yeah. that's still transacting, et cetera. And, and ATMs need to be filled up with money. I mean, this is, it's, 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 it's a lot of complex stuff happening in the background with us, us realizing. But I mean, the bank itself, I mean, you've won numerous accolades in terms of your innovation that, the, uh, that F&B has bought. I mean, what you can do on an app today 
versus what you could do on the, in the banking platform, you know, say 20 years ago, even 15 years ago. It's astonishing. And I think that, um, you know, if it weren't for these things and the flexibility of the app, I, you know, I don't know how people would be transacting today. So well done to you guys for innovating. But is this driving anything different from your uh, from your customers, your personal customers, your business customers. Is COVID-19 changing any of those dynamics on how people bank in this modern world that we're living in? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the exciting part. You know, we've been going now, Aki, for 180 years. Wow. And uh, actually 182 this year. And you what don't you look find like is that you, you, you look a lot younger, Jacques. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't there for the early days of, <laughs> of the mistakes people made, but... But I, I mean, imagine having to go through this type of challenge when there was no way of doing electronic communication. Think yeah. about uh, you're trying to run an organization through a war times or stuff where, 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 where so much physical uh, presence was needed for production, right? And so our, 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 we are grateful that at least at this during this challenging time, we've had such cool tools, you know, and 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 as you know, you know, our, our timeless purpose of, of being helpful and uh, and and at cross financial services, which is clearly our mandate, um, even into insurances and investments. Um, the tools today allow us to do so much more um, and so much more uh, efficiently than we used to be able to do with old old tools. Now, what's what's great about this phase that we're in, and you talk about our new things and our things we're launching, is we are truly converting from an old way of doing financial services into a new way and and the best way i can explain this is i use a three or four examples in the organization when we do our, our sort of our road shows is that um you know i think for another 180 years we will be doing banking right and 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 we will give be giving people financial advice and because ultimately you know people are always vulnerable with their finances you know there's always moments that something's happened either start a business or i close a business or i i start working or i retire and these moments are are, are different. Each person's got an individual context. Even every business got an individual context. And so in the same way that platforms around us are able to give you a playlist like Spotify for your specific, you know, sort of mood of the day or, uh, you know, the context within which they offer you uh, a sort of music. These are incredible tools to use. Now, so if I if I just say like there's a different way of retailing, you know, the, the traditional retailer says come to our store. Our retail distribution model nowadays says log on and contextually we use services in many way the same way that amazon is different than than a, than a traditional retailer same yes. with advice i mean would you still go to uh to to a to a library for advice i mean we all go to google for advice that's um, right so these these ways or taxi services you know the traditional way of of ailing a cab versus just logging onto onto uber and and getting you know a perfect service uh, you know contextually to your doorstep and you don't have to explain people where you live and, you know, and email them a phone number or send them a picture mm. of yourself. All of this contained in the platform. So so we're excited about this journey. And uh, what's what's obviously nice now is that many of the things we were busy with, it's just been given such a like a steroid injection, right? It's like many people who were resisting these tools have now obviously had no option. Many employees actually were still resisting some of the adjustments onto platform. I mean, you know, as an example, uh, at a personal level, I haven't had a printer. Uh, in fact, I can't. If I press print on my laptop, it doesn't go. It doesn't go anywhere. I, I can't press print. Yeah. I don't. You don't have a printer work. at home. Yeah, I, I just don't have printers. As a, my assistant and I, 
I mean, she hasn't been in our offices for uh, yeah, better better part of three years. We haven't worked. I haven't had an office or a desk or a. Wow. And so these these adjustments to the way of work, the tool sets that allows us to work from anywhere. When we went into lockdown, the next day we were 100% functional operationally because we have been working so hard on these work from home topics. In mm. some environments, it's still a bit of a challenge, obviously, um, especially where connectivity is a challenge. Uh, yes. Some of our African markets don't have this rich data networks we have here. Um, and obviously also with electricity constraints, some of the ESCOM impacts here and there, then we have to go to more stable electricity, which typically are on our campuses. But um, the tools are are incredible, and uh, this is and the data that we have and the ability to to give help where we need to help. I mean, our, our COVID relief mechanisms. In the old days, people would have had to I don't know go queue at a branch, or uh, or, or hang on for 30 minutes or 40 minutes on a call to apply for a COVID you know sort of loan. Um, we were able to activate those on our platform, and people can just click and it gets straight through processing applications. You know. So, uh, yeah, just operationally, it's just been such an exciting time for us uh, as a business. I mean, Jacques, it's, it's, it's fascinating to see how everything's been accelerated. And everyone talks about this massive thing that, hey, we need to do things a lot faster now and get to this point. But I imagine that the world of finance and banking is changing even faster. I mean, we hear a lot about fintech. And of course, you as a bank have been innovating and you've, you know, playing around in this space as well and doing all sorts of things. Um, this technology transformation that you talk about and the innovation that you've actually spurred on, what about the next phase after that? Is it is it uh, is it creating a lot of opportunities that you didn't realize were existed? And and how is something like fintech, for example, impacting banking? Yeah, Aki. I mean, every now and again, people get carried away with, uh, I guess, buzzwords, and you can yes. do those. I mean, you know, if you just sit back and you say, what are the frustrations in finance, and how can we solve them? I'll give you a quick example. Uh, many people out there are very vulnerable to fraud right now, right? So. Yes. Yes, um, it's, you know, we all know that the pr probably the most untrusted mechanism of communicating is email. Right. Um, and email on its own, although it's very efficient and it's nice, but I mean, we know all of us, many of us have been exposed to or affected by by intercepts of emails, people. Uh, and then, you know, besides the fact that spams and marketing and all that sort of irritations there's real financial losses for people where. You know, their invoices get intercepted or uh, they get, uh, they, you know, so they, their credentials get compromised through their mechanisms of, of email. And so one of the cool things we're working on is platform-based communication. And when you have platform-based communication, you're able to do all the AI and deep linking. And uh, a, a stupid example would be if I send you a smart in contact for a transaction you did, you could report fraud on the transaction just by linking it through deep link into the through the, the smart message. Mm -hmm. As opposed to then to for a phone number to call or another email to send or to go and send in another to our ability to respond to service elements, delivering communication is an unbelievable thing. Um, another example is um, just the way that legal contracts are constructed. I mean, we're all frustrated with these 50 pages of this and and 20 pages of that, and then some, you know, and with platform-based uh, um, uh, 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 relationship agreements, uh, in the very, very much the same way as, you know, you don't have to sign up to Uber every time you you, you hail a cab, right? Yes, and, yes. You know, that's your profile, you log in, and you just apply for another trip. 
If you, if you compare that to some of the other car rental experiences, every time you go right. there, it's almost like they have to sign up again. You know, you have to give your credentials again and show your driver's license again. And so, so it's all this complexity and frustration that's tied in communication and, and, and legals are um, innovative spaces where we, at a customer level, really trying to, to contract and build our trust, right? So that mm. you get this experience. I mean, it's, uh, uh, you know, these, these big, uh, like, like Amazon's sort of, uh, you know, trust, trust that's built onto, doesn't matter what product you've got, They've got, I mean, 300 million products, you know. Yes. It's, um, it's that ability to contextually offer that to customers, you know. In our world, you know, there's just so many ways to invest money. I mean, we've got, like, much more complex product range than what Amazon would ever have in financial services. Now, how do you simplify that for the most basic question by some person in the most uh, remote rural village uh, that you contextualize and you bring some specific need, you know, uh, answers to that need. So these innovations are leveraging these new data sets and tool sets are just, I'm, I mean, like we, we have a pipeline of stuff to do. It'll keep us busy for the next, you know, decade of, uh, of bringing more innovation to the market. So we're very excited about the time we live in and very excited about that. We, the fact that we have a, a tool set and a strategy that's appropriate for the challenge of the time. You know, well, keep- we did not configure ourselves for a, a physical only. We don't have clashes with our distribution models between, you know, many companies are still battling with how does online compete with branch mm-hmm. or how does uh, these things are we're very well configured for the next phase. And and uh, we look forward to the season actually changing, you know, this negativity and the sadness and stuff. We hope that there's a, as the seasons change, there's also a nice little spring vibe in the market that brings growth and it brings you know some uh, some markets and then we must be there for that so big job ahead but exciting journey well i mean you talk about the market you talk about the uh, you know the the mood out there and uh, certainly the mood in south africa is that we're in trouble financially and the economy is in a bit of a recession not in a bit in a huge recession at the moment um the effects of covid but it wasn't covid that's caused us i think this covid just accelerated it even more um but jacques as as a country you must be concerned as a bank i mean we still haven't felt the effect yet of the retrenchments, the job losses, uh, people not affording homes, for example, uh, the retail sector not performing like it should. The economy's in a mess. Uh, as a banker, uh, what do you think we need to do and how much of a mess are we in? Can we get out of this mess is my question. Yeah, I mean, Aki, I think, um, you know, like what, one of the nice things is when we, when you, uh, people always say, if you're in trouble, have you, have you admitted it yet? And I think as a country, we are, uh, we certainly are facing that music. I mean, there's no denial out there anymore. You know, people aren't, yeah, but it isn't actually like this and it isn't actually like that. I mean, everyone, I mean, we can say it like it is, right? There's uh, there's some real issues, uh, mm-hmm. which is always a good place from which to start. The second thing I think is that there are a lot of um, uh, good 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 levers to, to build the next few years on. One of the good levers clearly is a low interest rate. I mean, you, it's hard to respond to things when, you know, it's hard to get money and it's, and it's, it's expensive to borrow money. And so for, fortunately, we, we can, in a glo- at a global level, I mean, the interest rates um, as a lever to get access to capital to get stuff done um, will be well priced and, and it'll come at, a, you know, it will be incentivized to do things, you know, incentivized to grow, incentivized to expand and to build and to, and to do cool things. So that's, that's a, a, another one. The, 
The other nice thing is, I guess one can say that there's a there's a there's a the realization that we're going to have to find a different model, right? This mm. this old traditional way of everyone doing their own thing, um, you know, it's going to have to be together. We're going to have to like dig deep. Um, there's going to be very little little help from the rest of the world. They all have their own problems. Um, and when you look at like big organizations like ours, I mean, 180 years, we we can't go anywhere. I mean, FNB can't immigrate. We can't take our passport and say let's leave. You know, there's a better place elsewhere. We have to make it work here. You know, it's uh, it's us and our and our next generations. And there's there's nothing wrong with going through these deep things. I mean, people went through the Second World Wars, and you know, you get previous you know sort of. But it's it's tough to recover from them. Um, I think the the plea would be is that we must do so honourably. There's lots of unnecessary uh, complications we give ourselves because of bad actors, but I think that will hopefully get direction to play itself out. Um, it's uh, it's clear that you know there's there's no we we can't tackle the, the challenges. We're not trust each other. Yes. I mean, there has to be a lot of trust in the system for that. So we've got our role to play as a bank. I mean, you know, fortunately, FNB has had always had this helpfulness theme. Uh, we're not perfect. We make many mistakes, and we're going to try our best to to play our part. But there's going to be quite a tough journey ahead. Um, what I can say is that we are applying a, a very sophisticated model to this. You know, the old ways of 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 of, um, of tackling challenges were sort of spray and you know spray and spray and 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 you sort of all over the show. You don't quite know, but but with the tool sets we have now, as an example, we can spot transactional activity. Um, per business, per customer, you know, at per little region, per little, it, there's just so many new tools that we can be deliberate about where we help. So, as an example, if you'd say help um, a province, then where do you start helping? Don't throw your money uh, around things that will take time to recover. Maybe go start the businesses, help them that will come off the ground first. You know, so so there's scarcity of resource. There's uh, there's a there's a there must be a very targeted approach uh, to stimulating growth and stimulating. Um, employment again, but it's it's going to be a be a long journey. Um, cycles also have the way to to uh, to get you know, sort of work out the let's call it the fly by night activity. So you know every town has got uh, twenty addresses in in good times. If there's work for everyone in tough times, you know some make it. Uh, in the fullness of time, you'll see all of the solid businesses will obviously start focusing and, and surviving first. And then as the markets develop again, um, we'll see more participants each of the markets. But it's a, it, as, you, as you say, it's going to be quite a tough time. Um, mm. but we must keep our spirits up. You know, we are a rainbow nation. We owe it to ourselves to, to lift the spirits. There was always a lot of dream for this country to get ourselves right. We're in a bit of a slump at the moment. But yeah. um, yeah, I think in 10 years' time, when you look at this, then uh, we will all have the T-shirt that said, I was there, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have the yeah. T-shirt, you know, we're all going to have that T-shirt, but it's going to be hard work, roll up our sleeves, get our hands dirty, um, no handouts, and uh, if everyone does their bit, then we'll, 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 we can get it. Uh, Jacques, your optimism is just fantastic and so refreshing to hear. Um, my final question to you is, I mean, this this has been an extraordinary time for all of us. I mean, we never expected this. We we are in a situation that we, you know, we, it's, it's completely unusual for all of us. What's been your aha moment in this period of lockdown 
where you, you can't move. You're stuck and you're confined to your space. You might not have your printer there, uh, but you're operating efficiently. Have you, as a CEO of one of South Africa's biggest banks, a business leader in our country, what's been your aha moment, whether it be personal or in business? Is there something that stands out for you, Jacques Salias? I mean, uh, I mean, our aha moment for me personally was just this realization that work life can be so much more balanced with personal life. I mean, yeah. I, like uh, none of us. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know you, but I, I never had, I never had time at my house. I mean, I left in the dark and I arrived back in the dark, and I hardly saw before my family ever. Um, I think it was there was a time where that um, way of work of you know being in the office and almost like your the 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 clock the the clockbook and timesheets were valued more than contribution right and um, and I think the this opportunity that this has opened up for people who who live in different places uh, I I think for 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 gender for single parents for skill sets that that uh, are mobile um, this is this has been an unbelievable you know, sort of yeah. stimulation for that way of work, a new way of living, you know, more balanced way, um, and and at the same time delivering magic, you know. So that yeah. you know the the you know so people someone lives in in Pretoria doesn't have to drive to Bank City in city of jo- in center of Joburg anymore to True. to be productive, you know. So so I think the environment is going to benefit a lot from that as well, and and I think uh, the innovation that this will stimulate and skill sets, um, I, I think it's just been an unbelievable. Um, yeah. You know, uh, kickstart to a new way of work. Uh, yeah. You know, you guys in the, in the media industry, you've had to work this way for years now because, I mean, oh. you know, your form factor called the newspaper was taken away from you like a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Um, and you've been probably at the forefront of disruption and many other industries thought that, no, it won't happen to them. I mean, this, this new way of work and be able to um, uh, be productive, you know, from, from anywhere, um, has really, really like gotten a proper, proper boost. So that's that's really the whole moment is what we yeah. thought was going to happen and is possible has properly been proven possible. Well, I mean, you're the kind of person that lives the culture and, and FNB has got a fantastic culture. And uh, I know that you work remotely, but you you know, I've, I've watched you in your offices at Bank City and you walk around, you high five people and that's who you are. That's who the bank is. You must miss that so much, though, um, because that company culture, you can't replicate working remotely. Yeah, I said it just now, you know, we're a, we're a people's business. Uh, so we, we, you know, we can be effective with these sort of meetings, and but uh, but I miss we miss the we miss the the team spirit. You know, there's nothing, there's very few things more special than walking into a onto a floor and you see a buzz and a vibe, and you know, and people are working through working through the nights if that's what it takes. I mean, if you're still a business that uh, relies on your filing cabinet at the office or your or your uh, or your printer at the office, or you know, I, I mean, I'm made to think that someone has still got a fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these things are. We've moved on, Aki. We've moved on, yeah. and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bank this. You know, we're not gonna go back to the old ways. We're gonna move forward. Jacques Silias, such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. We wish you well. We wish your organization, FNB, every success into the future. And uh, may you continue to live on for another 200 years. It's uh, a big celebration that's coming up, by the way. And 200 years is not too long ago, not too long away uh, from now. But Jacques, thank you for your time. Wishing you good health and every success. And thank you for your insights. Thank you very much, Aki. 